I didn't have a lot of business owners in my family to point to and say, look, they made a million dollars. They right. made a million dollars. Why, right. why not me? So I'm like, well, I'm going to be the person. So they were like, well, be careful. So I don't think it was intentional. I think it was right. protective in some case. Sometimes it could have been hating. Right. But I just saw it as differently. So all I'm saying is that for all those who may feel like, I don't know if this is like uncomfortable for me. People, you know, I've got a lot of people around me right now that hold me back. We know when there's certain conversations that we need to either limit and some, quite frankly, we got to disassociate with just for a limited time. It is impossible to move forward with people who are holding you back. It is a, there is no there is no neutral. Like people are like, well, they they're not really holding me back, but they're not pushing me forward. That's, you're just lying to yourself. You know it. They know it. Right. Like they you, the audience knows right now. Listening, they can categorize everybody in their association, everybody in their community. They can say this person holds me back. This person pushing me forward. There's no neutral. If you're on a rowboat and I have three of us and I'm trying to row forward and this negative person trying to row back. I already know he's negative because he's going the opposite direction. But the person in the middle, they negative to both of them. They wait. Get out the boat. It's impossible to stop a man or woman who will not quit. We Won't Quit podcast is designed to help entrepreneurs who are feeling stuck by limiting beliefs and procrastination. That's right. You're going to hear stories and lessons from incredible people who've overcome setbacks to comebacks because they have the mentality and they refuse to quit. Your host is none other than Mike Humes, mailman to millionaire, the storyteller and leadership mentor, helping you shift and grow in your entrepreneurship journey. Tune into these episodes to get real stories from real people people who've had real success are you ready let's go let's go hey family welcome to the we won't quit podcast i'm mike humes i'm excited this is the very first episode so you know i'm excited and i couldn't have anyone better i couldn't think of anyone better there isn't anyone better that can launch into our very first episode than my mentor the goat himself his name is darnell self And I've watched this gentleman and known him for more than 25 years. I've watched him mentor tens of thousands of individuals to earn hundreds of millions of dollars within his organization. He's twice been named the Entrepreneur of the Year with the National Black Chamber of Commerce. That's the largest minority business entity in the world. And it's not because of the millions he's made, but because of the millionaires he's created. Let's get into the episode. Welcome, everybody. To the We Won't Quit podcast, uh, Mike Humes. I'm excited because, uh, you know, it's first episode, first and foremost, let's give it up, man. First episode of the We Won't Quit podcast. Let's go, baby. Coming live, man. <laughs> How you feeling? And, and there's no one else I could bring but the GOAT himself, uh, a gentleman that really needs no introduction, uh, known world around. Um, yeah, I've been blessed to call him a best friend, a great friend for many, many, many years now. 25 years. Man, it's been 25 years. I know. Bro. It's been a long time, That's man. It's a long time, yeah, man. Yeah, it has. Absolutely, Look, man. Today Dave, I look, I appreciate you, man, for having me Thank as your you, first man. guest. Congratulations on your podcast. Thank you, sir. But before we get started, today is a special day for you, man. So I bought something uh, here for you, brother. Today is uh, Mr. Hume's birthday. Happy born day, brother. Thank you, man. And appreciate celebration that. of the first day of your podcast, man. I'm proud of you. Congratulations. You the man, bro. Yeah, Thank man. You. Happy uh, 67, 62nd uh, birthday. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> Hey, man, you just mad because I'm still in my 40s, man. That's all that is. That's all that is. But absolutely, man. It's, it's, how, how you be pulling cakes out, man, on the road, man? You just traveling. Yeah, I got contacts, network. Yeah. We can talk about that. Absolutely. It's all about relationships. It is. It is. And <laughs> well, that, congratulations. Hey, thank you, man. But you, you, you already said it. It's about relationships. And yeah. everybody wants to be around uh, what you've been able to accomplish. And, you know, obviously, I've been around you 25 years. So I, I had an 
in-depth look. I got a chance to see from day one, you know, as far as you building a business, being able to do the things you've done. I mean, your team is what, like almost 400,000 people, right? Yeah, yeah right. getting close to it, yes. That's, that's sick, man. 400,000 people, man. That's a, that's a city. <laughs> I mean, Bigger than some just, cities, right? Absolutely. So just, just <laughs> thinking about that and to see what you've been able to accomplish. I mean, when I knew you and Tracy, man, you, you, you guys were just coming off of the mall. Yeah. Um, you know, just just really starting to find your way, and it's funny, man, because most people don't know how we how we really connected. You want to tell the story? I mean, I might as well, right? You know, <laughs> I, I'm, you know, I, I was a mailman for those who don't know, right? So because I'm delivering mail, uh, you know, I'm going to check on my mom after work, and my mom is like, uh, she has this big water filtration system <laughs> on her counter, and you got no Mama Humes, right? She like to help everybody, you know. So I, I'm always fussing at her, don't open the door, Mom. You can't open the door. For everybody, right? And so I walk in the house, I see this big water filtration system sitting on the countertop, and and she's like, baby, I want you to meet this nice young man. And I'm like, ma, I want to meet him too. Because I'm going to get your money back, right? And I was hood, so you know, was, I was trying to get everything you had in your pocket back then. <laughs> At least that was my thought, man. But again, that was really the, the foundation for getting a chance to finally meet you. Yeah. Of course, I ended up with a water filter. Uh, I don't know how you did it. Bro, you sold me some like shampoo. Yeah. And you were bald back then, man. Hey, man. It wasn't because it wasn't about me. It's about adding value to you. Oh, okay. So you're still, you're still at it, man. But but obviously that led to, to you know, getting started in multiple businesses and, yeah. and really finding, uh, finding your way, which led to me finding my way. So I know if it wasn't for you, uh, I'd still be delivering mail, you know, in, in D.C. Uh, so, I, man, there's so many places I can go with this, but it's just exciting because I've watched you directly help 123 people now uh, earn anywhere from 50,000 to over a million dollars. And you've done that twice as many indirectly, right? There's no place that we go, right? We went a boat out, we were in Miami not long ago, right? And my brother came up and was like, man, when I was in, you know, A&T, I learned from you, man. And now, you know, he's making millions of dollars. You know, yeah. we, there's so many stories like that everywhere we go, but it's the people and the culture you've been able to build. So how's Thank it you. feel, man, being like the LeBron James of the industry, being the, you know, the MJ. And I wouldn't even say MJ. I really would say LeBron, because wherever LeBron has gone, he's left a trail of success or TB12. You know what I mean? Yeah. So how have you been able to, uh, you know, I, that's got to feel good, man. Um, I, I don't really think about it like that, to be honest with you. You know what I mean? It's it, yes, it's an honor and it's humbling uh, to know that uh, I've made an impact on others' lives, but uh, a lot of lives that have been impacted, I don't know, which is right. which is fine for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, because it's a ripple effect, and I think if we all think that way, and you know, a lot of times we say, it, you hear people say, you know, man, nah, it's not yeah, about, that. It's good. about yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's about impact. It's about you know value. I was messing with you saying value for your hair, and I didn't have any, but <laughs> it, but but at the same time, it really is about that. But it doesn't take long before people know whether you're just talking because there's a mic in front of you, or that's your walk. Right. Right. We always say the time promotes or exposes you. Right. And uh, and so in that time, it will either promote you for who you say you are, or expose you for the person you're pretending to be. So so how long did it take? I mean, you're talking about time. How long did it take to really build that foundation of of you know going into your own entrepreneurship ventures? Yeah. Um, you know, who did you talk to? Did you have a mentor? Like, how did it all get started? Yes, yes, I had a mentor, uh, several mentors. But the great thing about the mentorship that I had <laughs> was that they didn't know they were mentoring me. Really? Right. Because listen, it's one thing to have someone say, I'm going to come to your house and I'm going to mentor you 
and I'm going to teach you everything I know. Well, if they're that successful, they don't have time to do that every day. Right. But yet the mentors that I had, I could listen to audios. In today's world, you can listen you know, to podcasts like this or right. watch it. Um, you have access to information. And so that information I could access daily, which I did. The great late Jim Rohn, right? The great late Paul J. Meyer. So these are, this, this is information and knowledge and mentorship that I gained from people who didn't know they were mentoring me necessarily, right? Mm-hmm. Even though I had had the privilege of meeting those gentlemen and more. Right. Um, I, it was up to me to be consistent as the mentee. Okay. Right. And so, and so, so yes, I had mentors. Uh, and then eventually I met people who I did have some physical contact with in, in relationships that I built who mentored me along the way as well. But from stepping out of my job, from working at the mall, it was scary, man. You know what I mean? Because I was used to knowing when my check was coming in. So I had gained the habit of knowing when someone told me this is when you're worth getting paid and this is how much you're worth getting paid. So I developed that habit of expecting that every two weeks I'm supposed to get paid. So my hand is out. So I had to reverse that habit. And the only way you really um, change a habit is by creating another activity long enough to replace that habit. Right, right. Only way to subdue a habit is with another habit. That's exactly right. So in time. So that's so you ask right. time. It's different for everybody. Right. But I put myself, unfortunately, in a position, and I take full responsibility, which is the reason why I say I put myself in a position. And what position was that? Well, a position where I had to make it happen faster rather than slower, because <laughs> okay. I didn't have, I, you know, I, I lost my cars. I, I say lost because it's a little good for my ego, but it was, they were repossessed, okay. right? If you lose something, you don't know where to find it. I knew where to find the car. <laughs> I just couldn't go pick it up. I'm laughing, that was not funny I back bet. then, man, at 26 and 27 and at 28. Uh, which was my season of preparation. Quit my job at 25, never forget it. Okay. And um, 25, 26, 27, and 28, worst financial years of my life. And 28, really bad. That's when my house went up for foreclosure. My mother let me borrow money to save the home. I felt like a failure as a son, a failure as a father, a failure as a husband, a failure as a man, quite frankly, because I just felt like I'd be farther along in life. And I felt like right. I was moving backwards. All right. So, um, so that's what ca- that's what caused me to move with the sense of urgency. I bet. Yeah, I, bet. I love how you just categorize that though, because uh, most people say, "Man, you know, I, it, those years were horrible." But you called it a season of preparation. Yeah. So, did you know when you were going through it that that was preparing you for something greater, something bigger? No, no. I mean, I'm, I've always had this uh, ability to be optimistic. And because of my faith mm-hmm. to think that things were happening for me and not to me, I just didn't know how to articul- articulate it the same way that I can today. That's so strong, man. Things are happening for you. Every single thing in my life happens you. for me. It doesn't happen to me. Happen to me makes me feel like I'm a victim. Right. I have no control. Happening for me means it's a setup. Wow. No matter what's, no matter how bad it is, I trust that it's a setup for something that I'm destined for. Powerful. Yeah, thanks, so man. where did I wait? Where did I meet you along this journey? Because you already had a son at the time, yeah, uh-huh. and uh, and Tracy, yep. you know, your wife was pregnant. Yep. I had already quit my job, and think I was getting by. Okay, but it looked good on the outside at that point because you know I had a new credit card, so you got some advances from that. 
it, it, it had to look good, man, because my mom was like, "You need to be like him." Yeah, right. Yeah. But I was but because I was still positive, right? You know what right. I mean? I was still and that's me. Really, what? It, and that's that's it. That's right. really what it was. Yeah. She wasn't saying so much the trappings of success. Exactly. What she was talking about was your disposition, was your attitude. You. It was it was who you were. Thank you. And, and when I met you, quite frankly, that's what I saw too, because I didn't. You just, you man, you always had this energy about you, yeah. like you a vision. You knew where you were going. And I mean, I, I was hanging around folks who had money, who were doing well for themselves. And, you know, I was, was doing it, well. Was it legal? I mean, that's a whole nother podcast, <laughs> brother. Man, you're trying to have me snitch, right? But, uh, <laughs> but what's funny is, you know, when I met you, man, you just, you you definitely had that something, right? And that's, that's what I like to, it's just that something that I knew you were destined to go to a different place. And I was like, man, I need to stay close to him. Mm, thank know, you, man. In a way that it was going to rub off. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So I mean, you've blessed me just as much as I as I've blessed you, and I think that's important to be in relationships where you don't just have a taker, right? You right. give people an opportunity to shine and show their gifts, and we all have a gift. And sometimes, you know, we can get to a place where we feel like because we make more, because we've accomplished more, that that person doesn't have a gift who's accomplished less to offer us, and it's just not true. Right, it's not true. They they could change your perspective on a lot of things. They keep you grounded, even though they may make less. I know we, you know, because we have to be careful. We say, you know, hang around a circle where it stretches you, it, and that's true. We should hang around a circle that stretches us, that grows us, that causes us to be greater than we are. All that stuff is important, but it's also great to have people in your life who ground you. Right, you know what I mean. And uh, and I'm I'm blessed to have a great circle of people who stretch me, who don't allow me to be com comfortable. But also, I'm um, blessed to have people around me who pray for me, who um, remind me of you know, my purpose and, and, and who I'm here for. You know what I mean? And, right. and my family is very important, as you already know. It's funny talking to you about this. I know we have a whole right. audience, yeah. but yeah, this exactly. man knows more about me than most people in the world. Yeah, but I know it's still some things that, and, and that you shielded me from. Because had I known then, <laughs> I'm not sure if I would have followed as closely. Like yeah. I, I, it would have deterred me yeah. from, you know, thinking I'm already good. You know, yeah. I, I bought a house at 21. I was, you know, doing okay uh -huh. financially. I still wasn't where I wanted to be. Like I wanted time, and I wanted more income. And you had a vision on how to do both. And so we talked about what you've been able to build. Um, but it, it comes with, you know, income has to come along with it, money, right? You yeah. Know, people got to be able to live, right? Something about eating is important to our yeah. kids, right? Yeah. And so your team's been paid like $500 million, like documented. Yeah. That's that's crazy. Well, I mean, yes, the, the, the results are important um, when you're sharing with people how they can accomplish something similar. Right. But in leadership, it's also important to recognize relationship because I was able to say certain things to you along the way on the journey because of relationship. Right. If you recall, there were certain tough conversations I've had with you, but I would not be able to have those conversations if I hadn't built a relationship because the, 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 the conversation is only tough when you're hopeful that the recipient of whatever your communication is, is receiving, receiving it as it's intended. Okay. You see, and so, yeah. and so let me break it down because it doesn't really matter. Listen, it, tough is not, I don't really want to say this. Tough is, I hope you receive it how it's intended. 
because how it's intended is what's best for you. I'm not saying it to be hurtful. I'm not saying because I want what's worse for you. You know, if I'm saying something to you, it's because I want what's best for you. You Absolutely. you know that. Yeah. And yeah. so because of that, it's not tough for me to say, I don't, I mean, I'm afraid to have this conversation with Mike. Never am I afraid to have a conversation with you. The only thing that makes it tough is like, man, I pray that he and he receives it how I intend it to come across. Right. 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 So that's when I'm thoughtful about how I communicate it, how I message it, because we've got a relationship. Right. Right. So I think if if I just came in and didn't know you and I said, you know, some of the things I've said to you, you would take it as disrespectful. Absolutely. You, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> so that's and, and so I appreciate you you bringing up the results. But, um, you know, before the results was where we had an amazing relationship. Absolutely. And we, not, we yeah. didn't leave the relationship to gain the results. Right. We may, in, in the five levels of leadership, you maintain the level as you move to the next level. You never leave a level. It's not like stairs where you climb once uh, from one step to the next. Yes. You, you, yep. you stay on the step at the Absolutely. exact same time. Shout out to John C. Level. Maxwell, right? That's yeah. a John C. Maxwell. It one. is, yeah. I got about 77 John C. Maxwell books <laughs> because of you, right? So let me ask this because we're a results driven society. Uh -huh. So I know you're not, you, you can tell by your posture. I mean, you know, you had eight figures, right? You've been able to, and, and have helped dozens, dozens directly and indirectly. You know, I'm blessed to be one directly to get to seven figures, right? So people are results driven. So they want to see your resume. They want to see what you've been able to do. So, and, and you've been able to accomplish a lot. How have you been able to navigate like the different, I'm different from somebody else who you've been working with, from a, a single parent, from someone who went through a divorce, from a couple in their 60s, from uh, someone who's 18. Like, have you been able to bridge that gap, man, and, and help folks from all walks of life? Because what I remember most was that you kept saying, like, when I wanted to quit my job, right? I wanted to leave the post office. And I was like, bro, if I leave the post office, man, I could, I could get to six figures. I could do the same thing, man. I just need. And he was like, no, we need that story. Right. I don't know how you convinced me to stay working 80 hours a week. And made me believe that I could still part time, you know, earn just as much and then close in on six figures. Like, how do you navigate that? Yeah, that's it's tough You're, because we're in a I need it now society. Right. I want the results now. I want to be the testimony now. I want to prove to others now. I want to prove to myself now. So you're absolutely right. Um, you know, for, first of all, let me just say, yes, I've earned eight figures in one particular business, um, but that's not eight figures a year yet so you know i mean it's, it's seven right. figures annually and then there's other investments sorry, and things like man. that i'm sorry i don't mean to disrespect your cake like that no man. no no you know i just seven don't want because annual. i you know anybody who knows me i'm right oh i, I just want you know what i mean it's i want people facts. to know right it's yeah, yeah these are facts yeah. yeah so i mean yes we've earned eight figures uh in in the business that you and i share but um in, in network marketing, but right. but I've not earned eight figures a year in that business. So I just wanted to make sure that was clear because I'm always making sure that I, I know. people I get know. the real deal. Absolutely. But but let me just say this, man. Um, I I I took a class at University of Maryland, and the class was on listening. This is when I realized, I mean, because we take all communication classes, a lot of us have taken communication classes in school or college, right? Um, growing up, when I was in school, you took penmanship or handwriting classes in like elementary. <laughs> they don't do that anymore, do they? don't they? do that. I don't, I don't know think, if they do or not. So. Yeah. so all these forms of, of communication, but the one class that really wasn't taught to many of us, and most of us have never taken a course on it, is listening. So how do we gauge whether we're a good listener unless someone's just said, you're a great listener, but- right. 
how, how do we know on a scale where we are in terms of our skill in listening, unless we've taken some type of test on listening, right? right? And so because I took this course, I realized how much of a bad listener I was. I thought I was a great listener because people told me, man, you're a great listener, man. You always are engaged. I feel like nothing else matters when I'm talking to you. I thought, oh, so I'm a good listener because people have told me that until I took this test and I realized, my gosh, I had so much better, so much better I could become, right? So anyway, I say all that to say, in, in working with a lot of different people, um, listening has been a skill that's assisted me because you can't prescribe the same medication to everybody just because on the surface, it seems like they have the same pain. Mm. And it is surface because a lot of people say, man, I don't have time, but that's different for different people. Some people actually have the time. They're just choosing to spend it in a way that's not getting them the results. They just told me they want it. Right, right. Right. So then we have to say, let me let me look at your day. Let me see your calendar right now. I don't keep a calendar. That's the first problem. Right. Because I, I can't tell you how much time it is you do have because I don't know what, actually what you're doing with your time. You can't even tell me what you're doing in your 24 hours. Maybe sleep. You tell me I do about seven hours work. You tell me eight hours. But I don't know what's happening with the other nine hours. Right. Right. So. So anyway, I say that to say, you know, whether I'm working with a single mom, a single dad uh, who doesn't have a lot of time or someone who had works four jobs or a physician who's like, look, I'm running rounds at the hospital. I have a very limited time. But what one thing I don't have is a residual income. Right. If anything happens to my hand and I can't perform surgery anymore, that's it for me. So so to to work with them to set up a plan to to create a residual income is really finding out what's what they really want, what time frame they want it in and what they're willing to give up in order to get it. Say that again. That was strong. Yeah, thank you, man. Yeah, no, I, I love that. <laughs> so I need to find out what they really want. Right. I need to find out the time frame in which they want it. Because if you tell me you want something in six months, that's a different plan than six years. Right. Right. And then I need, I need to find out what you're willing to give up to get it. Right. Because sometimes, you know, what we have on our plate, you can't add anything else. I mean, some people really are like tight with their time. Right. They're like, ooh, when I get off, I pick up the kids, I prepare dinner, I help out with homework, I have a second to breathe. But then I get myself prepared for the next day and then it's all starts. Like they are really on a rat race and not to say that in a negative way, but they are really like doing the same thing every day, every day, every day. And so they can't figure out how they can fit anything else in. Yeah, no, so, that was me. Yeah. And like that was me. Yeah. Like, I felt that same way working 12 hour days. I couldn't dictate my day. Right. They would come in and tell me, hey, you're having a 10 hour day today. You're having a 12 hour day today. Day before Thanksgiving, a note on the time card, you're working the next day, even though I plan to be out of town with the family or so I never could dictate the day. But how did you you set a game plan for me mm -hmm. with that limited amount of hours to be able to. And I, I think the window I gave you was like three years. I said, I want to match my income in three years. Mm -hmm. We got to get back to less of that. Yeah. Nine months. Yeah. 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 It was nine months. Yeah. But that that so I can't take credit for that. So I'm saying like I've not made anyone a million dollars. I've not made them six figures. They made that for themselves. I just gave them direction. I just gave them coaching. You know what I mean? I was there to say, look, are you willing to be held accountable? So, but ultimately they did it. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, I appreciate the accolades, but you know, I, I'm 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 appreciative that indirectly I was able to help them. But quite honestly, they did it. They just needed someone to help them to tap into the potential they've always had. So how have you built the entire culture though? Yeah. Okay. Um, a, a lot of different ways. I mean, cause it's, cause it's one thing to be able to have success over the last 20 years, like the success that you helped me create and so many others. Right. But you're still having creating that same success now. Right. Mm -hmm. Like we are, we just finished a Thank mastermind you. with one of our mentors who 
you know, his income is, I'm scared to even think about what his income is. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It is, it is. But um, how are you still creating that success 20 plus years later? And I and I bring it up because it's so easy in this microwave society to see someone, and in, in, because of social media, you know, it's all a game. Like folks, a lot of it. rent studios, stand in front of a, this, a car, stand in front of a house, do great, you know what I mean? Right, you know yep, the game. Yep. But just the same way you corrected the eight figures, even if you made eight figures, you wanted to be particular that yeah. not annually. So I, don't, I don't need to. Not I, annually you know I mean? in this opportunity. Right, right. Right. Yeah. I don't need to. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I, you know, why exaggerate when there's the truth? It's only because there's insecurity. Like, there's no insecurity here. Like, I am who I am. Right. You know what I mean? And, and before I was making six figures, I was who I was already. It didn't define me. I'm able to do more things for my family, for our nonprofit now, but it never defined me. And this was something I had to, this is where personal growth comes in. You know what I mean? Right. Where you can sit in a room and make the least amount and be good with that. In fact, excited about that and not feel like you have to try to impress anybody. That took time to get there. You know was what I mean? Was that uncomfortable being in a room, like in an environment where, where you know everybody's making more than you? Uh -huh. I mean, that's, the, that's definitely the room to, to get in, but yeah. how do you get into that room? Yeah, so... Um, the first thing I would say, there's a lot of different answers right. I could give you to, right. to your questions here. But the first thing I would say is find your authentic self. Pun intended on my last name, I guess, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> yes, yes. But, no, but, but find yourself, right? Because when you walk into that room, people are okay with knowing that they just met Mike Humes, the ex-postal worker. Regardless if you never told them how much money you made. Right. It's like, yeah, you deliver mail for a living. They already it's going to speak for itself. Right. right. They don't know hey, this dude's not talking like he's still delivering mail. Again, no knock on anyone who's currently delivering mail. Right. Right. But it's just so. So for me, um, I've always um, developed this, worked on developing this self-confidence. And you get that from developing some small wins, setting goals and small wins, getting people around you who celebrate those small wins as if they're huge wins. One of those persons, of course, is you. You've always celebrated any win that we've had. And for me, I'm like, oh, it's just this. And you were like, dude, do you realize it? You know, so right. you celebrate it like it was a million dollars when it wasn't. And so you gotta have people around you that continue to, to celebrate your small wins that cause you to feel better about progression. And so uh, as you, begin to progress, there's this, um, there's this realization that you can hit the next step. Sometimes the mountain seems overwhelming until you take a few more steps and it starts to look like you're getting closer and closer to the top. And until you take time to celebrate the steps that you've taken, then the mountain still seems overwhelming. And so that's why, you know, for me, it's been to get into that room, it was getting into this first room. Some people just want to jump to the room where they're and, and don't get me wrong, you could pay for speed. If you got the money, then you could pay for that room. Right. So that's one way, right? Because you can cut out all the middlemen. If you could pay to get in that room, that might be helpful. But sometimes getting in that room and you're not prepared for it, you actually choke on the information because you have no idea what they're talking about. You know what I mean? You got all this information and you're like, I have no idea what they were even talking about. So sometimes you're not ready for that. So you're a baby asking for steak, but, but don't have teeth. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So anyway, wow, that's strong. So look, we've uh, we've traveled a lot. 
Mm-hmm. Right, I mean, we've been to the Olympics, we've been to Kenya, Nairobi, Kenya, right? Watching like, oh, man, the safari was amazing. It yeah, was, it was incredible, yeah. right? Um, what was one of the best, what was what's one of the greatest moments? I mean, you've been twice named Entrepreneur of the Year with the National Black Chamber of Commerce. Yeah, that was a blessing. Right, been honored in Kenya uh, for that distinction as well as in the U.S., uh, and that wasn't because of the seven figures you made, but it was because of the seven figure earners you created that you earned it twice. So like looking at your accomplishments, which one stands out to you the most? Um, watching my kids communicate in a way at an age that I didn't communicate until I was 10, 20 years older than they are today. Wow. I mean, watch my daughter as a teenager do and say things that I would have never said and done um, until I was late into my 30s, to my mid-30s. I mean, her posture when she's talking to, I don't know, someone at the front desk at a hotel, and it's not disrespectful, which is what I love most. It's not arrogant. It seems like, well, we'll just ask. The worst thing they could say is no. Right, where, where'd she get that from, right? Uh, right, it's <laughs> yeah. what was caught in the household. So that, that's my greatest accomplishment, man, is dad. Yeah. Watching my kids now, you know, yeah. watching legacy. Yeah, yeah. For me, I mean, cause look, people can take, listen, people, a lot of things could happen in the world, whether it be a pandemic, uh, the economy shift, politics, a lot of stuff happens. Right. And, and so people used to say to me often, man, when I first became an entrepreneur, they used to say things like, what if it doesn't last? What if it goes out of business? What if, cause you know, people are like shaky when they don't know when the check is coming in. We talked about that in yeah, the beginning. Yeah, people were like, oh, I don't know. If you don't know when the check is coming in, that's scary. I'm like, no, if I know what check is coming in, that's scary. Right? Yeah, that's a, that's a totally different way of thinking. Yeah, that's it's scary. If you tell me what my check's gonna be in two weeks and you already know what it's gonna be, that's scary. That's actually scary to me because I believe I can do more before the two weeks is here to be worth more than what you just told me I was worth. I'm better in two weeks than where I am today, I promise you that, because I'm gonna read something, I'm gonna listen to something, I'm gonna join the We Won't Quit podcast, right? So I'll be better in two weeks. So because I'm more, you should pay me more, I'm more valuable two weeks from now. My price two weeks ago is not the, the price two weeks prior to. That's right. So because of all of that, man, you know, I have, um, I've come to learn that we, um, we should be careful, you know, buying the opinions of others. So I just feel like, you know, I don't know, man. I just feel like I'm, I'm in a place now where um, I just want to see other people win. That's why I'm glad that you invited me to We Won't Quit podcast. You asked me a question, though. I was supposed to be going somewhere with that. Yeah, man, but you just, whatever. I went somewhere else. That I'm was sorry, strong. man. Like, it, it, it <laughs> I'm was sorry, strong. you asked me something I mean, else. I'm thinking because of, you know, being on this side and having witnessed it, you know, my mind is going through all of the lives that have been touched, man, on that, you know, whether it's in Haiti through the nonprofit, whether it's in Dominican Republic, Guatemala, Costa Rica, Thank you. Yeah. and then the legacy you built, you know, whether it's off the mainland, you know, the team in Hawaii that you built and just every uh, part of the country, man. So that's, it's, it's strong. And, and someone who's listening, like, let's say the Mike Humes from back in the day, it all sounds good, but how'd you get past the foreclosure? How'd you get past the cars? How'd you get past? I mean, you had to, you were married. Like, how'd you yeah. get past that? You, you know, and still married. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to the self talk experience. Right? I didn't want that to sound like it was a past thing. Like you were married. Yeah, yeah, I did say it like you were married. Right, right. Yeah, no, no. Shout out to the self talk <laughs> experience, man. Because I know. <laughs> Thank the, you, man. Yeah, podcast is freaking. Re- 
ridiculous. Thank man. you, man. I mean, for somebody <laughs> single, fun. for somebody married, but to be able to see 27 years yeah. of what you and, and Mrs. Self been able to put together, right? Okay. You hear me call her Mrs. Self, like, like I know, like, like that's not your bestie. Yeah, like it ain't my bestie, right? But, but to see, seriously, to see that, uh, and you know how you've raised your, your four children, how you've been able to impact so many other lives, you know, not just couples but individuals, and and I mean it affects how I raise my daughters, mm. right? I mean, obviously your God baby, and mm-hmm. same thing for for Mrs. Self, right? I mean, she's um, my other daughter's God God uh, mother, mm-hmm. and you know, same thing with uh, with your daughter being my God child. So, it, like that's got to feel good because it's not just affecting your household, but it's man, it's you, households everywhere, right? I remember when we were looking at the income in the state of Maryland. Right where we reside, mm-hmm. and knowing that there was a point in time, uh, and I'm sure it's still happening today, where we could look and see in a county how much value we brought, right to that county by how many folks we've helped earn six or seven figures. Like, how does that feel knowing you can go into whether it's Gary, Indiana, two below Mississippi, Miami, Florida, like. Like you never get caught up in reading your own press. I can I tell because I'm looking at you and I know you can that, tell, I right? Yeah, I don't. Like, I mean, my wife says it off. You're ignoring the question altogether. My, like, my sister-in-law even... says it off, and right, people who are close to me, even you, right? So the people who are closest to me say it, and and not to be disrespectful, but it kind of goes one ear out the other because I don't know. I mean, it's not why I do it. You know what I mean? I don't. Right. I don't do it so that people give me that accolade, and because of that, it's okay. I mean. I'm so thankful, man. I mean, you know this. I'm so grateful because I know what it's like to hurt. You know what I mean? I know what it's like to not know, you know, how I put food on the table. That that was not a good feeling at all, man. To not want um, to walk in a house after a meeting that I knew didn't go well, and for my wife to say, "How'd it go, baby?" With all of her support and energy, like, "How'd it go?" I just felt horrible saying, you know, they didn't show up, or you know, it didn't go well, and. And not that I didn't know that was a part of a business, but because I felt like I was letting her down over and over and over again. And um, so that was that was a tough season, but I'm thankful for that season, man, because again, not knowing at that point, I mean, I spoke it, I affirmed it, but honestly not knowing that we, we'd earn millions and millions and millions of dollars, um, I didn't know that that season was gonna be so critical because the masses fail. I don't know anyone. Just look, show me someone who's never failed and I show you a failure. Like, I don't know anyone who succeeded and hadn't had failures. So I didn't know that that was a prerequisite, not just for me, but to be able to coach and lead and inspire and know when to share the testimony, as you said earlier, because I didn't share with you my entire story in the beginning. Not that I was trying to lie or hide anything, but because I didn't want my failure to dis- to disappoint you. Hey family, did you know that the things you say to yourself about yourself would eventually determine who you attract and even what you attract for ourselves? You know, want to know where I learned that? I learned that from listening to the Self Talk Experience podcast. Look, I'm excited because some of my mentors, Donnell and Tracy Self, have started a podcast that is exploding simply because they're shifting the way people think. I've been blessed to know this couple for about 25 years, and there's no way I would have went from mailman to millionaire if it wasn't for this couple. Look, I've watched them personally help dozens of individuals earn a seven-figure income, but I've also watched them help thousands of people shift the way they think inside of their family, inside of their marriage, inside of their household, inside of their, their job, inside of their career, and change lives. And now, for free, 
you get a chance to experience what many have paid tens of thousands of dollars to experience. Go watch the Self-Talk Experience podcast. I promise you, your life will never be the same. You know what I mean? I'm wow. just like, bro, I, need you, I don't need you worried about me. You know what I mean? I need you to worry about your future and your why and your family. I'm a grown man. I got me. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. I just yeah. need, you know, I'm going to get me, I'm going to get myself together. And so as you build relationship with people, if you're not careful and you tell them everything out of season, that person spend their time worried about you. Are you all right, man? You all right? I need you to worry about you, man. I need you to get, when you get with you, where, where you need to go, it's going to come back to me anyway. That's so key, bro. Because then you get to another level and those same people are calling you as if you're still in that rut, as if you're still in that situation. They're like, hey, I'm just, just here to check on you. Yep. Your posture's different. Yep. You sound different. Yep. You feel different. Yep. But they take you right back to that place where you used to be. Yeah. Yeah. And what's funny, man, it's like, no, look, just so we know, audience, you know this, but just so we're clear, <laughs> some people will always see you for who you used to be. They, they want to, man. It's, they it's uh, Listen, job. I'm just telling you, people still yeah. say things like, so, I mean, is everything okay? How's I, I want to, like, dude, did you Google me? Yeah, like, that, did you, I can't yeah. say that, right? Yeah. I'm like, dude, seriously, times yeah. have changed. Like, yeah. you've seen that I've moved out of the area. You've seen right. that I, right? And so, it, that took money. You've right. seen the tuition, like hundreds of thousands of dollars in tuition for my kids. Right. Right? They've seen that. Right. But they, you know, people are people. And it's okay, right. I'm not offended by it. It's just, it makes me kind of smile. Like, wow. Yeah. It don't matter how, for some folks, if you're not careful, depending on how much you share, Right. And everybody don't mean you well. Right. They still going to pull you back into who you were 10 years ago, 15 years ago. I'm like, dude, I'm not the same man, husband, father, leader as I was years ago. But I'm much better. Yeah. You said earlier, it's not the same yeah. person you were two weeks ago. Right? I'm, I'm, Based on what you read. Exactly. Yeah. And, I, and look, yeah. that's not a beating on my own chest. I pray that everyone feels that same way, that today I'm better. Yeah. Oh, they will after watching this. I mean, seeing how you didn't stop. I mean, you can't help but be better, be inspired. And uh, no. you, and this is what, what I got, what I took from you. And it wasn't to this degree. I mean, you hadn't done something that hadn't been done. The 40-40 club, you know, 40 people earned a six-figure income before you turned 40. Like, you hadn't accomplished any of that stuff. But I knew, I saw it coming and I, I bought into the vision. Yeah, that's um, the key, right? Even before you created it. right there. Is yeah, it. yeah, vision. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And I remember um, talking to you about a year from now, two years from now. And I knew you remember because I always spoke about what were the possibilities right. and had you envision. Like, think about it for a second. A year from today, yeah, your born day. Yep, yep. And even today, as we hear for podcast episode one, for We Won't Quit, a year from now, 1218, your birthday when you're 69. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, think about that. Where are you now? Right. right? So you touched so many more lives because of the, this platform, right? People are walking up to you like, I didn't quit. I was about to quit on my marriage. I was about to quit on my in my business. I was about to quit on my whatever it was. And I right. did, I was about to drop out of school. And I heard one of your episodes and I didn't quit. And today is my results. Wow. And that's 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 what I pray out of this episode and other episodes that was your guest, that people just have so many stories that it inoculates them, it empowers them, it paints a vision for them that they see themselves beyond the person they are today. Absolutely. Now, how much and that, that comes with association, because I know for me, it was associating with you and so many others. You mentioned the late, great Paul J. Meyer, right, who f was someone who 
I just read about mm-hmm. for, before finally getting a chance to spend time, time with yeah. him, right? Like every year, yeah. right? He, he inviting us to his- Yeah, that was a blessing. Yeah, the, the Caymans with him, Grand Caymans and yeah. all those. So, but, but associations definitely play a key. So for someone right now who they want more, they're looking, and it's hard to prior them, pry themselves rather away from, I mean, that was me, right? Mm-hmm. From those other associations that are, that are pulling you. They're not gonna just let you go. Right. I mean, folks like to see you succeed. You know, they, they slightly, not a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Right. My friends used to say things like, um, hey, man, you're better than that. But then as I started to climb, like, well, you th- who you think you are, man? Come on mm-hmm. back down here. Like, mm-hmm. you're a mailman, bro. Like, yeah. you're not, you're, that's not what you do. Yeah. You don't even talk loud. You can't, you know, like, you know, <laughs> that's why I got a mic here, man. I can sound good behind a mic. <laughs> but no, man, like, how, how did that, how much of a role did that play? And how did you wean out? And this, I guess, is my question. Mm. How'd you wean out the, the negativity that's coming in? Because every day, you know, folks are dealing with it. You're watching the news, you're watching uh, just, yeah, the yeah, news it was a decision, period, right? Man. Yeah, yeah. It was just a decision. That's it. That's it. It was just a decision. And we have to decide is what we want most more important than what we want now. We also have to decide, are we willing to leave some places and people behind? This isn't easy, as you said. And, 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 and listen, not everybody we're around are actually bad for us. Even though they don't want to go where we want to go, doesn't mean that they're, they're a bad association. One of my boys since the second grade, Mike Braxton, who you know, has always celebrated me just like you. Every move, every success I've had, every award I've received, every income leap, like some quantum leaps, he was just as excited for me as he was when we were in the second grade and we won a, a game or something. Right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's so, hard to find that man. It's hard to find folks. That, yeah, I've been blessed. Shout, man. Yeah, shout out to Mike Braxton, aka yeah. Buddha. Right. <laughs> <Shout> <laughs> yeah. out to but it's hard so, to find that man. No, it is. Think, it is. Especially if you you all don't continue to grow at that same level. Um, well, because you know what I mean? people, we're, because we're you know what, we the way we grew up, right. it was called a sellout. Right. You know what I mean? It was called a sellout. But I mean, you know my philosophy. Sometimes you got a, to sell out, which isn't even selling out. Right. It's selling out to the old things you used to do, which are preventing you and shackling you from the things you said you wanted. And so sometimes you just sell out of those old things to have some new things so that you can come back and now help out with the same people that called you sell out. So some of the people that have been empowered, inspired, and have been in a better situation today were the same people who with sometimes good intentions because they didn't know, right? I didn't have a lot of business owners in my family to point to and say, look, they made a million dollars. They right. made a million dollars. Why, right. why not me? So I'm like, well, I'm going to be the person. So they were like, well, be careful. So I don't think it was intentional. I think it was right. protective in some case. Sometimes it could have been hating, right. but I just saw it as differently. So all I'm saying is that for all those who may feel like, I don't know if this is like uncomfortable for me. People, you know, I've got a lot of people around me right now that hold me back. We know when there's certain conversations that we need to either limit and some, quite frankly, we got to disassociate with just for a limited time. It is impossible to move forward with people who are holding you back. It is, there is no, there is no neutral. Like people are like, well, they're, they're not really holding me back, but they're not pushing me forward. That's, you're just lying to yourself. You know it. They know it. Right. Like they, the audience knows right now listening, they can categorize everybody in their association, everybody in their community. 
They can say, this person holds me back, this person pushes me forward. There's no neutral. If you're on a rowboat and I three of us and I'm trying to row forward and this negative person trying to row back, I already know he's negative because he's going the opposite direction. But the person in the middle, they negative to both of them. They wait, get out the boat. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they wait, so they're negative. I go faster if they weren't around. Right, right. So I'm not saying it's easy. If you're, if you're married to the person, it's the most difficult thing because that's, that's a conversation that's really tough because you've had vows there. So that one's tough. But everybody else, you know, hey, look, I just need six months. I need three months. I've got a vision to do X, Y, and Z. And part of my vision is to make sure that I'm able to see you at a better place because of what I accomplished. If they're close to you, that's right. true. Yeah. Right. And yeah. all I need is your support. All I need is just reinforcing and, and this, you know, praise and, you know, those type of things that are free, by the way. Yeah. Free. You don't ask them to buy anything. Right. Just ask for their support. That's key, man. You got folks driving around thinking if they want to go home or not now, see? <laughs> and it's the holiday season, man. You got folks like, I'm out of here. They already, they <laughs> no, riding don't around leave listening to you plotting on how they're going to no, get about it. No, 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 no. Get some counseling and, you know, 10 marriage retreats. You know, whatever you got in any area, right? You if you want to get me, better. Did you tell me that? You ain't tell me. Did I didn't know better back then. Oh, okay, man. You just let me go ahead and. That, that, man, that's my cousin. Stop playing. Hey, man. We're not going to have that conversation. Yeah, that's another podcast. Nice. Invite me back on for another 20 one. years ago, man. So I'm, I'm better now. <laughs> we, we good. We good. Man, it's refreshing, bro. Thank to you, see, man. you know, a real person, real people, um, you know, have extraordinary success and still do the things you're doing. You know, you talked about how you categorize selling out to come back to help out, not really selling out. But that's the reason why now you can do the philanthropic things you do. You know, yeah. during this time of year, if you're not giving to Haiti, um, where we directly, you know, take things there as we have, you know, prior to, you know, all the duress. But we still found ways for the last, what, 15 years to do that, whether it's Costa Rica, whether it's building the girls' orphanage, assisting our friends uh, in building the orphanage in Guatemala, whether it's going back to my elementary school, man, and providing Christmas as we've yeah. done for hundreds of kids every single year backpack drives like you constantly are giving back where did that come from um because that because everybody don't do that you know what i mean i was yeah. just talking to uh a, a friend of mine uh, another fellow podcaster right actually has a television show as well and it's based on the fact that folks get to a massive amount of success and they don't give back they just leave that community and never go back yeah yeah i mean listen uh, let's just be very upfront Right. Because people know your, your, your audience knows this, too. And you and I both know this. Not everybody is going to give back, even after hearing stories of those who give back and how it has been fulfilling. And that's what it is for me. For me, it's fulfilling. It does something for me and to me in a way that I can't even explain. You know what I mean? To, to know that I made a difference. And most of the things that we've done, you didn't mention because we don't need it oh, to be absolutely. known. Absolutely. You know what absolutely. I mean? We don't need to be yeah. known. Right. So, and, and so think about this. When we Because then it to, comes off as bragging. You know exactly, what I mean? Right. Exactly. Yeah, the things so, I mentioned, but, the things people But we're only sharing see, it anyway, just to be an it. example. You're yeah. saying you're, you're only sharing this with your audience so you can absolutely. show as an example. It's not yeah. just about getting there. It's about how you can give back once you're there. Bingo. Right? So it's, right. it's selfless, actually, to be successful. 
People think look at it as selfish, but it's selfless because in the right hands, you can impact more people. You got more time to figure out what your passion and purpose is because you need money to have time. Look, you can have time, but no money with that time. That's tough because you're worried about the bills. People are like, man, it's all about the money. No, it's all about the money when I didn't have money because I went to bed thinking about money. I woke up thinking about money, right? Th woke up thinking about the bills. When I had money, I didn't have to go to bed thinking about money. So actually I've had less of my mind on money since I've had money than I did when I didn't have money. So get some money so you can stop thinking about money as much. But my point is this, if money in the right hands, man, it can make a, a huge impact. Right. And you and I, we used to travel up and down before um, the Easy Pass used to, now Easy Pass, you can't really do this, but um, we used to pay for the toll, uh, the toll us. for the person behind us right. because someone did it for us, right. right? Someone did it for us and I thought, we both were like, oh my gosh, yeah, we they, ain't have no money. I, that yeah. person didn't know that though. Yeah, yeah. Right? They just did it and I'm thinking. Yeah, it was crazy. Wow, they did it in a situation that really blessed us, right? So, and that person will never know. Right. But they didn't do it. They didn't know we were gonna be able to catch up and wave them down and pull up, which we didn't. Right. So they'll never know. Like we're here doing a podcast right now. They don't even realize that that was a dot for us and connecting the dots. That was a, you know what I mean? That that was something that that changed the trajectory of our lives. So. Then we started doing it. And I don't know how many people we've blessed by doing that. And yeah. that's what I'm saying. We have a couple of people ride up next to us and wave like, oh my gosh, thank yeah, you. Yeah. But most of the folks, we don't know. Who, I mean, none of them, we knew who they were. Right. So anyway, I'm saying that to say, we only talk about giving to be an example that hopefully people will think about some random acts of kindness. My wife and I have done this at restaurants. They pay for that couple right there. The people have gone over and we've seen hear them say, anniversary, happy anniversary, serve. And we're like, oh, it's the anniversary. And so we tell the server, hey, um, pay for their meal. And then we walk out without going over. Right. Without, they'll never they'll just say, hey, it was a couple over there. They paid for it. Somebody just uh, reminded me of uh, when we did that. We were, you know, we would always hit our spot and go. Because we would never talk about anything negative throughout the course of the day. Right. It was right. always, you know, after midnight. Man, right. You had me yep. up at midnight telling you my problems. It's after right? production hours. After man. production hours. But I remember we would, you know, set up where we would say, all right, we're going to go out and this, we could just get whatever's going on, like catch mm -hmm. up. And I remember seeing the table was a birthday going on. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, you can see people like, you know, who, I ain't, who ordered the gratuity? I ain't ordered right. that. Like, and, and I remember take care of the bill. I actually got to reconnect with them and they just brought that up. It was a 21st wow. birthday. You you know who that was? Do you Now you've yeah. built a relationship yeah. with them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. But it was, you know how many that. years ago that was? I don't, because we've done it, it often, was, so I don't know yeah. sure specifically yeah. which incident you're talking about. Yeah, no, that's connecting the dots, man. That's episode two of the self-talk experience. Make sure y'all go check that out. Man, that episode was fire, bro. Thank like, you, that man. one is going to change some lives, I man. appreciate it. Absolutely. So what's next? What's next for you, man? I mean, I know you got the new podcast yes. that's already exploding. Thank you, man. No, I mean, like, really? Yeah, thank you. Did you expect, did y'all expect that many people to start? I mean, I'm looking at the comments. I'm seeing, yeah. like, did you expect it to do that? Um, we were hopeful. Right. Yeah, I mean, we set goals, you right. know what I mean? And um, how many lives we'd like to impact from episode one. The only way we can really measure that because we don't know how impactful it is and, you know, until later on when people share testimonies. But we we measured it by subscribers and viewership, that type of thing. So, yes, we set those type of goals because that's what I'm used to doing, big goal setter, as you know. Right. Um, so, yeah, so that's that's uh, on, I, w I would say, on the horizon, but I can't say that anymore. It's, it's no, launched. It's there. It's here. Yeah, it's, it's launched. Here. And so, uh, so we've got a couple of other things that we're coming out with that line up with uh, podcasting. Obviously, I'm still building my PPLSI business, and, right. uh, you know, that's that's my baby. I've always been passionate right. about it. I always will be passionate about it because of the product. And um, speaking of which, man, tell folks how they can find you, how they can uh, 
Yeah, so there's the a lot of uh, there's a lot of imposter IGs out there. It's Bruh, crazy. Hey, I just got one last night. <laughs> no, like seriously. And I'm thinking, they gotta know that we've been boys for 25 years, like best friends, man. Like they don't know. Who man. gonna send me a request? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh come on, man. Yeah, so yeah. I'm, I'm most active on Instagram. That's the the, the most active uh, social media platform for me, and that's Darnell underscore self. Darnell underscore self. That's the only real IG I have. And then my uh, our podcast. Uh, you got to spell Darnell, man, because folks are misspelling. And I only say that because the imposter just, you know, uh, they, they okay. doubling Sorry up on that. the... Uh, D-A-R. I know you'll have it on your on the yeah, screen anyway, course, but D-A-R-N-E-L-L underscore self, S-E-L-F, like yourself, myself, can't get that one wrong, right. but D-A-R-N-E-L-L underscore self. And the podcast is uh, at, on Instagram, at the self talk experience. It's the self-talk experience. I love it, man. Thank I love you, man. it. Yeah, I saw a Donnell, Donnell self. <laughs> and then I seen the D self 2836. <laughs> then I seen the goat Donnell slash this. Like, oh, you know, man. You already got a bunch of followers. Yeah. Man. Trying to, everybody everybody want to be you, bro. Like I said. <laughs> I mean, I think it's flattering. No, no folks it is. Wanna, I mean, it obviously is. not that way. But yeah. there's so many people, seriously speaking, who have been able to have massive success, who've been able to amass a seven-figure income without... Uh, doing exactly what you did uh, or building the same way, but they built, they learned directly from you. And I know, That's a blessing. I know I got an audience of folks who are definitely going to want to connect with you. Yeah. Thank uh, you, man. Because I, w- I wouldn't be the same. I mean, the Hume's legacy would not be the same. Thank you. Yeah. I still yeah. be on like Volta and P Street. <laughs> I don't think so, man. You might be in upper management, as man, my I, wife would say. I might be, I might be going postal, bro. Yeah. She, she did hit you with the upper management. The podcast, or, 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 like, oh, that was hilarious. You were still at the mall. You'd probably be in upper yeah, management. Yeah, I was right. like, I don't even think they had upper management at the mall, man. Yeah, that's hilarious. Bro. But, uh, but yeah, no, it's, it's a blessing, man. And, and thank you for having me as your, uh, your first guest. And it's uh, it's an honor, man. I'm proud of you. Um, I know that you exemplify we won't quit uh, just because I've watched you grow through so many different moments in your life. Uh, and you are I've been messing with you in your 60s and still so young, but watch you go through so many moments where you could have said, you know, I'm throwing the towel in and you never did. So it's a perfect podcast uh, for you and for you to be the example uh, as the host for the We Won't Quit podcast. Congratulations, man, proud Thank of you. you. brother. Well, that all started with you, man. You already know it, like, I mean, everything. Uh, the only reason that it came forth is because of how many times I wanted to quit. And you know the quote, it's impossible to stop a man or woman who will not quit. And it came because you kept instilling in me, just don't give up, man, just keep going. Like, and painting that vision yeah. of what was to come. And yeah. uh, and still do it, man. You know, I, I, it'd be easy to get comfortable now with the success and the successors that have been created. But man, like I'm so excited about what's now, what's Good. next, Good. and the number of people we're gonna touch. Good. It's incredible. Well, it would so, only be comfortable for you. Listen to this, and this is key. It would only be comfortable for you, not because of the amount of money that you make, but if you feel like you've already tapped into a majority of your potential. And because you know you have not tapped into nearly nowhere near, not even close At to all. what your true potential is, you can't settle. You can't settle. I don't care if you were at $50 million a year. You couldn't settle because you know that there's more in you that has to come out, right. which means there's more impact that you've got to make. Yes, sir. That's why when people make a lot of money, they're like, oh, I'm good. And, you know, you may be good, but the amount of people you're supposed to touch. It's supposed to be great. Right. You're selling for good, 
because of the amount of money you make. And that's sad because people go to the grave not tapping into any anywhere close to their real potential. That's it, man. Yep. Yeah, I get the 50 mil, though. I'm doing this for my island, bro. <laughs> just need we to know that. Together, man. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, mics. sir. I appreciate you, hey, man. Hey, you too, Always Absolutely. good to see you, man. That's it. It's a wrap. You got the GOAT, Darnell Self, right? Uh, what, what more can I say, man? Definitely make sure you follow this, brother. Make sure you connect with him. Uh, your life will never be the same. Definitely. First episode, family. Thank you for sticking with us. Thanks for being here. Thanks for the cake, man. Hey, you're welcome. Happy birthday. Yeah, man. I appreciate that, yeah. man. Always Congratulations, out, man. man. Thanks go so celebrate. Let's, Let's go, go celebrate. Let's go celebrate. All right. We'll see you next week. Every week, family. Doing this every week, right? This is the first on my birthday every Friday thereafter. Make sure you tune in. All right. Hey, family. You got to go to the website and check out Jack Design. Just everyday creativity. I've known John Cook since he started this company at 14, but I've known him his entire life. He's been an artist his entire life. He's just 15 years of age. And Just Everyday Creativity or Jack Design isn't just an apparel company, it's an action. It's an attitude, it's an attribute. Because this young man puts his heart and soul into the apparel that we get a chance to wear. Whether it's the Empathy Collection, you feel me? I love that piece. Or whether it's the Masterpiece Collection, the one I'm rocking right now. Go check out the website. Don't forget to put Don't Quit 22 in a checkout and get a discount. Jack Design.